Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Good. I come from an alternative universe. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the way I see it, I'm flying as an eagle. Yes. I'm somewhat above the, the deck of the ship, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not directly above it. I mean, like, if you were to draw a line, I would be... You are above the elevation. plane of the horizon, yeah. Yeah, I'm above yeah. the elevation of the griffins. Yes. So they're, they're sort of flying up towards me. Uh, they've sense. just deployed off of the side, like hopping out of their little perches. And so now they're below the airship, and then the airship's here, and then you're up, but also fairly far away. Let me just get the right music... Uh, what is a good soundtrack for flying towards... Ooh, what about Steampunk Airship? That sounds right, doesn't it? The camera's frozen, apparently. I'll... Oh, that's probably on my end. There we... No? Yeah, can you want me to stop and start my video? No, it's definitely... Because your video is working for me. It's Zoom is not picking up your camera properly. Oh, there we go. It's all good. All good. Okay. Just in time for me first. Yawn. Sweet. Okay. So, the birds are flying off the sides. Okay, uh, so they're making their way in your direction. And what do you want to do? I don't want to press the point about the physics too much, but if the boat's traveling at 60 miles an hour or whatever it was, yeah. and the griffins can't fly that fast, then aren't they just going to be left in the dust by the... Right. Perhaps, but don't worry about what they are doing. Tell me what you are doing. Well, I am worried about what they're doing, because here's my thought. I wanted to try and land on the deck and turn back into a human. But the uh, the issue I've got is if the Griffins are going to try and kill me on the way of doing it. So if they are, my plan is to... I'm already above them, and I'm faster than them. So mm -hmm. I can ascend. If I ascend up, I don't think they can catch me. And then the goal would then be like... Like turn and start dive bombing onto the ship whilst at the same time triggering the action to turn back into a human and timing it so that at the end of the round I just like land on the deck and pull myself okay. up and then boom and then turn back into me. So you're presently a giant eagle right? Yeah. So in giant eagle form you start ascending you start climbing um, But wait on the condition that if I don't immediately attempt to land the ship's just going to barrel past me in the space of a second. Yeah I mean it's not it's I guess it's within 60 miles of you, or within a mile of you, so it will be here within a minute if it continues at its speed, right? Yeah, so maybe I, like, ascend and then dive bomb down onto it in right. one round. Sure, so you, you climb up, and as you turn to dive down, you'll notice that the airship has completely stopped its movement and is hovering in place while the griffins turn towards you. Okay, so yeah, that's the plan then. It's trying just, like, like right through them. Maybe they'll get an attack on me or not, but I'll it'll be too late. I'll I'll turn back into Malachi and I'm hopefully when I'm not an eagle anymore, they won't try and attack me. Alright. You try and dive between the eagle the griffins, sure enough, one or two of them are gonna make attacks at you. There's going to be a, a pair of beak attacks at you. First is Let's get out of our conflicting rule rule book. Because <laughs> now we use so many different stat blocks. It's fine, though. We've always used the base rules for most of Hardcore Heroes, at least. Right, and that's what we're going to use here today. 
but in other systems and other campaigns, griffins have different stat blocks already. Uh, but that's fine. I'm an OPQR. Stronger or weaker than the two he wants? I don't know. That's probably not a, like a symmetrical buff or debuff. It's probably like buffs and debuffs all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, I quite like the griffins in two. Not well balanced. Okay, so you get a 20 to hit. I mean, it's going to hit me, but I've got stones gone, so... Okay, so the first bite, Griffin gets a, a bite of you and starts to rip into you and little bits of uh, stone come off. And the second, Griffin hits you as well, knocking another charge off. And that's when you plummet to the deck, turn into a person, and make me a, a tumbling check or a dex check. So the goal is to, like, you know, a bad, you, you dive down and at the last minute, wings come out to slow down. That's when the change is meant to happen. So right. I use the wings to break the momentum and then and then turn into me. But I'll, I'll roll some sort of check if you want me to. I would love some sort yeah. of check, yes. So... God damn it, I haven't cut it. I haven't got a character sheet, but uh, oh wait, there'll be one on the there'll be one on the wiki though. Let me find it. Sorry, this is I wiped all my hard drives, and then my one of my hard drives that I transferred the character sheet to didn't seem to load properly. But uh, oh, there's not a full character sheet on here. Oh wait, here we go. Strength Dex nine. I knew that was the battle. I do believe... Oh, I also just had your stat block here if you want. I do believe you guys are over the Hemdacost Hills right now. Yeah, somewhere there, somewhere there, yeah. Okay. All right, I make a failed dex check, so I don't know, maybe that's All right, some... so you hit the deck at a pretty fast speed after diving in between these two things and knock another charge of stone skin off as you tumble across this. Let's take a look at where you are. You are on top of a 200-foot-long ship. There are three masts. Let me write this down because it's not presently written there. Uh, there are three masts as well as a fore and aft castle. And as you kind of shake your head and sort of take track of your stock of your surroundings, you'll notice that coming up through the floorboards are three wraith-like people. All right, um, well, one first of them. Point. Okay. I cast invis as soon as I can. Uh, you will find your invisibility spell fails instantly. Oh, uh, okay. um, and that is your action for that round. So, in the one minute while you're casting invisibility, uh, three wraiths appear. There is one that's about six feet tall, uh, 160 pounds, apparent age is 80 years old, uh, male, human. There's a 5'3", 151 pound human male as well, about 75 years old. And then there is a 5733 pound human female, about a hundred years old. They're all these like ancient, wrinkled, long-haired, sort of bent over, semi-translucent, uh, disappearing into shadow and smoke, wraithy figures. The fuck is this? Some sort of necromancy airship. Uh, all right. Well, I guess my, if my actions cast and visit it doesn't work, then. Yep. Uh, I and turn they... around and look over my shoulder. Am I getting attacked by griffins from behind? Nope, the griffins are circling the ship, and these three wraith-like figures, like, rise through the deck, and then just sort of watch you for a moment. <clears throat> okay, so I cast my invis spell, nothing happens. They don't do anything? Mm-hmm. I, using my etiquette proficiency, curtsy and say, Hail, ancient guardians, 
I am Malachi the Mage, here to consult the wisdom of the fabled airship. The three specters, wraiths, all nod and sort of sink back down below the deck. I nod to myself like, oh, yeah, I knew that was going to work. You and, are all uh, worried about the mechanics of flying and everything. And... Yeah. All right, so here you are on the top deck. So I guess I wait for them to... When you say they descend, they're not on like a platform. They just, what, disappear they just, into like, the... Yeah, they just sink into the, the deck. And I guess you have a moment to look around. So as I said before, there's a fore and an aft castle. What does that um, mean? Sorry. The, there's a building at the front of the ship and the back of the ship, like a raised okay. section where you can go inside. At the very front, there is also a telescope on it. Um, and on the main deck, sort of beside you, stuck between where the masts are, is a very long table that goes like from mast to mast. So you have to walk all the way around the perimeter to, of the mast to get from side to side, unless you want to hop over the table. But that would be inappropriate. It's like a, a very dark, rich mahogany with uh, small carvings and decorations along the side. It doesn't tell a story or have any words, but it's like a, a very fancy decorative table. You'll notice there are gemstones along the edge of it every so often. Just, you know, little decorative gemstones. The value of this table alone is in the hundreds of thousands of copper. Wowzers. So does it, is it so windy up here that it like, could that be a dining table, or would it be ridiculous to think that they'd easily It here? absolutely could be a dining table. And in a, uh, even though you hear the wind howling all the way around you, there's no breeze touching your face. It's perfectly still on the deck of the ship. So it's probably some sort of magical wind ward or something. Certainly. Okay. Um, and also, the... looking off the deck, you can see the ship has started to move again. All right. The griffins, I can't see them there. They've just got, like, gone back and underneath the ship or something. Yeah, there's still uh, one cruising about a little bit as the ship picks up speed. So I'm at the front of the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any markings where those wraiths came off? Nope. Okay, so I... Uh, the forecastle, aft castle, the one that's in front of me? Forecastle. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, walk up to the door and give it a knock. Um... A, there's a quick pitter-patter and the door opens and there's a, a halfling standing before you on stilts like not like all the way up to their shoulders sort of stilts but like stilts that are strapped to her legs so she comes up instead of to instead of like coming to crotch level she comes to chest level and looks okay. up at you and goes I don't think I recognize you I'm new here, my uh, my little friend. My name is Malachi. It's good to make your acquaintance. And I offer a hand. She shakes it. I'm Daisy. You're new here, you say, as she, like, motions in and steps into the room. Um, and inside, you see a complicated control room with wheels and levers and dials and, uh, like, pipes coming out. And there's, like, these big pipes that just end and, like open to nothing that stick out towards you and there's a glass in front of you so you can see out without having any wind blow in on you um, and she walks over to the, the wheel and casually stands at it resting one hand on the wheel and you notice the stilts allow her to be tall oh. enough to <laughs> look over the dash um, as she casually chats with you first time huh yeah wow this is uh, this is some control room did you uh, do you pilot this whole thing on your own I am now. And you're a wizard? 
Certainly. How else would I get here? That makes sense. It's hard to find. Harder than I expected. Hmm. She nods. Um, you know, she's turned her back to you now and is just sort of holding onto the wheel, steering it every, every now and then. Were you hey. the, uh, the eagle then? That was me, the eagle, yeah. Oh. I, uh, did the griffins attack me because they thought I was food? Well, the guardians keep everyone away until they make it here. Okay, so that's... That's uh, not a lollygag outside of the, the uh, threatening range, you know? Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Do you ever have any problem with dragons or anything? Nope. Nope. How come? They, they know to leave this place away. I guess uh, they the spectral guardians would rip a dragon to shreds, probably. The the ghosts? Mm-hmm. Wow. Are they yeah. wizards? Are they former wizards? She steps away from the controls, takes one more look at, through the windshield, nods to herself that things are fine, like, pulls a, a lever down uh, and walks back out to the main deck with you and goes, uh, sorry, what were you saying? Would you like a tour? Yes, please, a tour, yes. Wonderful. The, uh, the, the, the Guardians, it's not necromancy, is it? Mm, depends on how you want to define necromancy. You know, as she's like starts walking down the ship towards the back of it, she prattles on, being like, you know, necromancy in some cases is the study of the forces of life, and in other cases is the the manipulation of the forces of life. You know, bringing you exchanging spiritual or physical energy in order for power. But then in other terms, in other modes of thinking, necromancy is just how life interacts with themselves. A doctor would be considered a necromancer in those ways. So in that sense, yes, it's necromancy, but not in the more technical sense of necromancy exchanging one's life force for uh, magical energy. You know? There's a, yeah, a lot, there's a lot to it. There is a lot to it. It's uh, interesting to hear someone talk about it with such nuance. Mm, mm-hmm. Um... She gets to the back of the ship, the 200-foot-long ship, and there's a, a little a room at the back, and she opens it, and in here is a library, a very large library. Uh, it's definitely bigger than the aft castle is. It's definitely bigger on the inside. Nice. Um, and she makes a sweeping gesture saying, this is the library. You can find, well, not any book that's ever been written, but, you know, anything of importance. Um, so... Do you fill this physically, or is it some sort of magic copy of the books on the land? No, we send people to buy books and they come back up. I shouldn't say we, but people, we, how should we say? Since this is your first time, let me explain a little bit how this works. You see, Please this do. is sort of a, um, a central learning station. It is created by everyone who comes here, and it is added to by everyone that comes here. So... Whenever I come across an interesting book, I make sure to make a copy and send one up the next time I arrive. I see, like a, a cooperative. Uh, yes, somewhat like a cooperative, I, I, I guess. Um, now, let me be very clear about this, and she turns to face you, slightly wobbly on her stilts. Every now and then, there's someone who tries to take something from this ship. And those um, spectral guardians that you saw... They will come after you. No one has ever successfully taken anything from this ship. They will kill you. And when you die, you will turn into something like them. 
and you'll be put down below. I can show you later, but it's unpleasant. It sounds it. No, I, I heed your warning, Daisy. Thank you. I, uh, I have no need to steal from the fine people here. She looks at you in the eye and goes, I know you say that, but really. I not. Okay, good. I understand. Good. All right. Well, here is the library. Uh, if you need something, you can take books from here. You'll notice that there's no room to sit and there's no tables here. Uh, you'll have to go down below decks to see where that goes. Follow me. And she walks with you back towards the forecastle. Um, and there's a little ladder and way down. And she takes right. you inside the ship and the sounds of the wind die away. Instead, you just hear like gears turning and steam pumping. Uh, and she takes you to the, the first deck. Uh, and in the front, there's some comfortable chairs, there's some tables, there's some couches, there's some candelabras that are, are lit, um, but also, like, the area has a continual light spell cast around it, so the candelabras are really just for decoration at this <laughs> right, point. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's some crystal chandeliers with multicolored glass, and sometimes they'll, like, cast little rainbows on things here, and there's, like, prism bits. Um, there are comfortable chairs and room for study. There's also a, a staircase that goes down. Is there other people like sitting around here studying? Not right now. Daisy, are we uh, are we alone here? Is there is there no one else here? I think there's some people in the sleeping quarters. Let me show you. And she walks past through the common space towards the the back of the first deck. And there's a, a door, a rich large double set of doors that's maybe seven feet tall goes basically to the ceiling in here which is only like seven four seven five um and gently opens it but stops and gives a clap clap and the lights in the room go out now it's just lit by candles and she opens the door and you can see inside are sort of like a, a comfortable bunk bed living situation and she whispers, there's room for 12 people in here. So if you need to stay the night for any reason, you can stay here. But I think there's a few people in there now, so let's not go in. And closes the door and <laughs> clap, claps, and the lights come on again. Wow. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Is yep. there more? Oh, yes. Uh, let's go down to the second deck. And she takes you down another floor. And uh, you enter in through a laboratory. Uh, is, long... she, is she, sorry, Neil, is she still on stilts this whole time? or is She's she a... still on stilts, absolutely. Oh, she's deft with them. Yeah, she's well-practiced. She's got okay. a stilt proficiency. Okay. Um, she heads down the stairs and brings you to the laboratory. Either side, where there's like little portholes in the windows, uh, four windows, there's uh, an herb garden on both sides of it, filled with all sorts of plants. In the middle is a long table with various components uh, and alchemical tools and alchemical uh, reagents here. She motions around a fully functioning laboratory for any uh, uses you might have, whether it's magic item creation, spell research, you name it. Um, these herbs are of assorted types. Um, please don't use the last of any given type. It'd be quite rude, especially if you didn't plant it yourself. Again, these are created by the visitors and tended to by the visitors. Um, and you'll notice way at the back, uh, and she kind of gives a wave and a halfling turns around and gives a wave back to her. And he's climbed up on one of these platforms right before the herb garden because it's too high for him to reach. He's got a little step ladder and he's got a watering can. He's tending to a couple of herbs on the back right side the back port side, aft port side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you'll notice if you go all the way to the back, there's another door. Behind that is the kitchen and the miscellaneous storage. Uh, food and water is also replenished from time to time. There's a portable hole in the kitchen if you need to hop down to the plane below and grab some food and water. Uh, but again, Wait, you know... Sorry, say, say that again? There's a portable hole in the kitchen so people can pop down to the world below and grab food and water and bring it back up. Uh, How do you get back up? Same way you came up here the, to begin with. It's like a it's like a portal. No, no, you will have to find a way. Just hop oh, off the ship, fly down. You know, right, portable yeah, hole. Do you not know what a portable hole is? Let me show you. And she leads you to the kitchen where there's like a, a folded napkin, a black napkin, and she unfolds the black napkin on the floor until it's like a, a three by five black napkin, and then she just like reaches through it and into it, and then brings her arm back out. It's an extra-dimensional space folded into a two-dimensional plane that is this cloth. It's about three feet deep, so you can just unfold it, put anything you need in it, fold it back up, stick it in your pocket, fly I back understand. up here, unfold it, and then you can bring out any food or water you need. Uh, we should make a note again. The portable hole does not get returned. Uh, well, the guardians won't come after you, but we will. Yeah, I was going to say, how long do you have until the Guardians come after you? But uh, you're saying that... I understand the, it. Bring, yeah. bring back the portable hole. There's a, a tracking spell on the portable hole, as well as scrying spells on it. So when you take it with you, anyone in the ship can see and hear exactly what you do from the control room. So um, do be careful. Can you uh, teleport back up here once you're uh, familiar? If you'd like. There's no wards against it. Uh, no, there are no wards against it. Great. Yep. Uh, is, the, is there more to see? That's mostly it. There's a third deck down below, but that's where the griffins rest. Uh, the guardians will usually make sure that they are tended to, and they can fend for themselves in terms of food. Uh, so unless you have a good reason to go talk to a griffin, I would stay out of there. They're not particularly fond. Um, one other thing. If yes. you hear bells, mm -hmm. a loud bell sound, that means something has come within a thousand feet of the ship. If you hear two loud bell sounds, something has come within 500 feet of the ship. And if you hear the bell sound three times, something is within a hundred feet of the ship. Uh, it'll target anything or detect anything, you know, of appreciable size. So like maybe not, yeah, not a hummingbird or a gnat, maybe, but uh, those things couldn't keep up with us. Say, if I were to approach next time in a, as a smaller bird, would the griffins leave me alone? Probably not. They might try and eat you. What's the best way to get in here without for having to, you know, go past the griffins? Everyone has their own technique. I myself prefer to fly and then become gaseous formed and then let the airship pass into me and then re-solidify. Oh, that's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Other people teleport. Uh, I don't particularly like the teleport spell. Someone once messed up and uh, appeared in a griffin's nest. It was... <laughs> well, we didn't have to feed the griffins for a little while. Oh dear, that's awful. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Meh. What happens when you mess up your teleport spells? Is there um, private rooms here at all? Or? 
she shakes her head. The only lodging is up on the is in, up on the first deck in the back, room for twelve. Uh, if there's a thirteenth person that comes, either people have to get cozy or go without sleep. So, uh, I, as nice as it is to see all this, Daisy, I did come here with a specific goal in mind. Uh, what oh. kind of what kind of wizard are you? What, what do you what do you specialize in? I specialize in alteration. I'm a transmuter. Mm-hmm. You see, what about um, you? I'm uh, more of a generalist. I couldn't bear the thought of um, disallowing myself access to any of the magics. She nods. A greedy fellow, I see. Yeah, it's been sad, but I think people just don't understand my point of view. Hmm. That's a good way of putting it. I um, like uh, the thought of untapped potential, you know? Mm-hmm. Look, uh, do you know the other wizards that are here? Is anyone... Uh, any ex... She takes you... Actually, you guys are already still in the laboratory, so she points to the halfling at the far end and goes, That is Harold. It's my husband. Say hello, Harold. This is Malachi. And she waves to him. Hello, Harold. Uh, and I believe there are two more. There's a, an elf woman, and there's a gnome. She says, frowning. Don't like gnomes. She shakes her head. They always try and make modifications. I don't like it. Did the gnomes not build the, the control room and the engines and things like that? I suppose they probably had a hand in it. <sighs> Such frustrating little creatures. You know, they get 95% of the way done and then realize some mistake got uh, made and have to rip apart all of their work. And, you know, in this, this shared laboratory space, they take up a lot of room for such a small person. And i that's saying something <laughs> considering my height. Just saying. Messy workers, yeah. It can be problematic. But if you do have a problem with someone up here, uh, you'll have to find a diplomatic way of solving it. I, I know the temptation to use finger of death on someone can be very high. I've been tempted to do it myself. But again, spectral guardians. Uh, here, watch this. And she starts to chant a few words. Do you have a um, spellcraft proficiency? Yeah. Roll it for me. Um, what's the spell? It's just intelligence, right? I think so. That's six. Yeah, it's, she starts casting a magic missile spell, right? And she yeah. gets maybe like two syllables into it before the the female spectral guardian, like the four seven, three hundred pound, hundred year old one, like sinks below the deck right into her face and starts reaching for her neck. And she stops, and the guardian like hovers directly in front of her, and like a chill feel fills the air around you. Um, and Daisy puts up her hands and takes a few steps back and goes, I, sorry, ma'am, I was just <laughs> trying to show our new friend comer the rules. Certainly wasn't going to hurt anyone. <laughs> you, uh, you can't cast any spells or just attacks? Um, nothing offensive, nothing damaging. This is, you know, a, a common communal space. Uh, any, any violence can be taken care of off the ship. Uh, everything should be safe here. That makes sense. All right. Thanks for the warning. Sure. Just I'm going to go back up to the, the control room, because I do enjoy flying. And as she heads up the stairs, the wraith follows her close behind. Wow. Okay, so I guess I uh, look around awkwardly to Harold. Is, is he looking at me, or has he gone back towards his pants? Uh, he is watching with a nervous and 
upset look on his face as his wife is being stalked by a, a wraith who could kill her in an instant. I mean, if she can cast Finger of Death, she's no pushover. Mm-hmm. I give him a wave. Harold, can we... Can I introduce myself? Yep. Harold uh, pops down and hops over, walks over to you and extends a stubby little hand. Hello. Shake, shake his hand. Uh, my name's Malachi, uh, the mage. It's nice to meet you, Harold. Nice to meet you. I am Harold the Diviner. The Diviner? It's nice. Uh, I, I trained under a Diviner. I knew that, and I knew you were coming, Malachi. I have seen your past. Distant lands, epic battles, big and small, stolen magics, murdered friends, powerful items. Oh, you've got me to a T there. How do you know all that? Oh, that's the story of every wizard up here. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> but that's about right, yeah? More or less, yeah. Less murdered friends, but... Oh, well, you know, people usually don't get here by mur- you know without murdering a friend or two, but it happens. Um, it doesn't happen, yeah. yeah. Say, um, what kind of, what's the blame culture like here? Like, is this like a safe space? Can I talk about things and, you know, you're not going to judge me? Mm, I would keep my secrets close to my chest, you know? You can yeah. go ahead and build a death ray in the laboratory if you want, but people are still going to see you build it and might be ready to counteract it soon as it gets deployed you yeah know? yeah yeah so changing the topic um what do you what do you make of like the world right now right like politics is totally i mean it's crazy i've not seen it like this for oh I don't even I, remember. i'm sorry i don't like to talk about politics huh? whatever happens in the world happens in the world we daisy and i have a nice little home uh you know in the, the south of eridon we just you know, tend to our garden and dabble with our magic, come up here from time to time to do a little bit more research or fly around. There's really good potting soil up here, actually. They, I don't oh, know yeah. what it is. Maybe it's the, the, the density of the air change or something, but certain plants just really take to it up here. The whole, you know, demon invasion, murdered kings and queens, civil wars, dragon armies, like, it, it doesn't bother me. I'd rather you not. Eh. Do eh. we have a flyover heat stroke? Uh, yeah, not so much these days anymore. Yeah, what's going on down there? As I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to leave world politics alone. I, I'm here for the plants. Yeah, you're right. It's not like not like we can do anything about it, really. Yeah, sure. There's a, there's a gnome. He knows more about it. He's willing to talk at length about politics, if you can stand him. <clears throat> well, the, maybe I'll give it a go. Yeah, they're yeah. the uh, the elf lady. What's her name? Deslonia, Desdemona, Deslania, something like that. Uh, she's pretty quiet. She kind of keeps to herself. I haven't heard her yeah. speak once. Yeah. Mm. You haven't heard her speak once. Maybe a grunt here or there. Hey, you ever um speak to a guy called Venlin up here? Venlin. Yeah. Venlin. It's about the same size as me, maybe a bit older. Where's he from? What languages does he speak? Uh, Aradon, I think. He's, he's, he's meant to be uh, working for the Queen, but I'm not sure. I believe him. I can't say I know anyone by that name. No? Hmm. No. Sorry. But I'm not up here all the time, you know? We only come up once a year or so. Where do you usually spend your time? When you're not up here, I mean. Home. Where's that? 
South of Eridon is as close as I'm going to tell you. Hey, no offense or anything, but you're a new wizard, and uh, you might be looking for my home so you can come and murder me in my sleep and steal all of my stuff, you know? I could be. I'm not, but I could be, and I, you I appreciate could be. that. Yeah. Could, yeah. yeah, you'll find a lot of people are fairly cagey when it comes to personal details, you know? It's a lot it's of a dangerous life. folk up here. You know, it's nice that you've got Daisy, actually, that you can have a close relationship like that and still be able to talk about magic and stuff without worrying about somebody oh. killing you for your spellbook in the night. Having a life partner who you can share your dreams and passions with is the greatest thing in the world. You know, I am yeah. so happy she got me into magic. Yeah, I had a I had a wizard friend of my own once. Um, it's a short relationship, and yeah, we had our we had our differences, but it ended tragically. The you know the um, well the demons you know in Aradon. One of them uh, shaped like a bull. Breathed some horrible gas on him and turned him to stone. Oh yeah, nightmarish stuff. Terrible stuff. Can't you uh, turn him back from stone? You know. Petrification is not permanent. Yeah, I don't know that spell though. I I thought about it. Can you cast that? I think that unpetrify. Uh, that is what stone to flesh. Stone to flesh. Yeah, that's what I'd probably call it. Yeah, it's probably up in the library somewhere. Oh really? There's a a wide list of spell books up there encompassing most spells. That is something else, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Hey, should have come here sooner. Yeah, uh, one thing to note, though, is if you're going to take a spell, you should leave a spell, you know? Anything that you've created, you, you ought to give back to the greater community. Oh, Otherwise, there, you're just like a, a leech, and no one likes leeches. So that kind of, like, already copied down onto single pages that you can just take with you? Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone... I shouldn't say everyone. Many people leave copies of spell books or spells that they want to spread throughout the world a little bit more. Uh, there's a... A particular wizard, what's his name? Um, Aldric or something like that? He's very fond of this door spell that he's created. He sometimes leaves copies of it in everyone's spell book. I have should you, say everyone, uh, but if you open you... a random spell book and flip to the last page, you might find in his own hand Aldric's discriminating door scribbled in the book. It's almost vandalism, you know? <laughs> Someone yeah. should really talk to him about that, but, you know, he's a big, mean person, and I just, I'm, I'm just a dabbler, you know? I knew him, you know, Aldrich. I haven't Did seen you? him in a long, long time. Yeah, he's oh. he lives in Dyerbrook. That's where I grew up. Oh. Have you seen him? Uh, we haven't seen him on this trip. I think we saw him five years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's a longer time frame that I'm looking at here, but uh, I haven't mm. seen him in a while. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's probably been killed by the, the demons. He kind of makes that like, really, you're bringing up the demons again? Look, I gotta get back to my herb garden, okay? The, all this talk of demons and stuff, it's just, you're bringing me I'm down, sorry, man. Harold. You're harsh yeah, no, my buzz, I understand, okay? I understand, Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you would see it. Thanks, uh, thanks so much for your- All right, have a good day. All right. Yeah. And uh, give me a, I guess we don't have a perception check in this system, so give me a wisdom check. No, we do have perception. Oh, great. Give yeah. me a perception check. 29. Yeah, you'll notice that he's tending to his starleaf garden up here. Starleaf? What's that? It's the uh, Arcadia equivalent of cannabis. Ah, oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so this guy's getting stoned. I mean, stone to flesh, flesh to stone. It's a spell mm. he knows in a different sort of way. So I go over to him and say, hey, just 
This is uh, some really great product you've got here. <laughs> oh, oh, this! Oh, yes, of course, you know. As I said, different air qualities up here. Much better. Yeah, you, do you mind? Oh, it's not ripe yet. Oh, it's not? No, it's not. I mean, here, hold on. And he scrambles <clears throat> off to the uh, deck above, pulls something out, or, you know, comes back down, and uh, hands you a small glass jar um, that has some flowers in it. Here. I appreciate it, dude. A gift my, from um, me to you. My glycoma, you know. Glaucoma, right, right. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, uh, I, I'll go, what is it? Upstairs, the library? Uh, yep, library's on the top deck inside the aft castle. Great. Um, so I'm going to want to wait. I'm going to try to wait for some of these other wizards to wake up, particularly this, uh, this gnome that he was talking about. Sure. So I'm going to look around the library a bit. I mean, you said there's loads of spells there, so can I learn some level five spells? Or at least, I mean, like... if you want to spend days up here doing that, certainly. Um, so you are can... you telling me that I can just pick anything from the spell list on level five and mm, probably not grab it? anything, but let's take a look. <laughs> All right, so certainly not any fifth level spell, but most fifth level spells I think are going to be up here. Um, the dis the offensive destructive spells are going to be the ones that are not here. Uh, people usually don't leave offensive spells lying about, you know, don't want to accidentally empower their enemy. That but, makes sense. Um, divination spells, alteration spells, most enchantment spells. Um, let's see. Most abjuration spells. Few, very few necromancy spells. Uh, about half of the, the illusion spells will be here. So if the... It's a necromancy. Magic jar, is that here? Magic jar. Oh yeah, magic jar is here. Um, I mean, so let's let's talk about this a little bit. This is a very large library, right? There's not just like one tome that has all the books. You'll have to flip, each book is titled something separate, right? So you pull off, you know, so-and-so's collection of fantastic spells for understanding liches or something like that. And that's what you pull out and you flip through there and magic jars on the front page. And it talks about how magic jars interact with liches and liches interact with them. And, you know, this is a whole book that just talks about liches and spells related to them sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So to find a spell might take you weeks of digging through stuff to find the right thing right. up here. This was going to be a heavy, heavy time investment to gather anything. Okay, let's call it. Let's call it. I know it's here. I don't necessarily mm -hmm. need to um, take anything right now. Like other ones that would be good, I'll contact other plane. Maybe dismissal. See, I think if I actually did have a philosopher's stone, that I could use dismissal uh, to dismiss the shadow dragon and perhaps mm. use the stone to negate its save. Mm. Mm. And if it didn't have a save, I might actually banish it back to the shadow realm. Well, that might have worked. Yeah. Unfortunately, someone threw it at a crown. So, or threw mm. a crown at it. Unfortunate. Uh, is there... Um, so, I'm not going to try and dig any spells out. But can I look for books on... I'm basically waiting for this gnome to wake up. But look for books on magic items. Maybe I can find out something about this crown. I also Certainly. wanted to find out about Mohamda, who was buried in the Red Desert, who had the staff of the Magi. 
Mm, okay. So give me an intelligence check. And we'll see how long it takes you to find what we're looking for here. All right, so which one do you want to do first here? The crown, uh, uh, magic items or Mohamda? Let's look into the crown first, yeah, since I've already got that. Okay. So it's going to take you... So it'll take you about uh, about 12 hours to find something on this subject. It'll be a long time of perusing through books. Uh, and eventually you will come across a few tomes that discuss the magic artifacts of the area. Um, let's see. It is... Doo, 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 it's in a book called... Um, Encyclopedia Magica From Boots to Hats and Everything in Between Great <clears throat> Yep This is the one that Gerald stole off me Ah, oh, that bastard It's yeah. a particularly important spell book Or book for you And as you're opening this up and flipping through it Sure enough, there's a, a very small little passage um, It's kind of scribbled on one side And it says, Crown of Domination Put it on someone's head and control them? Question mark? And then there's like a little sketch and then some descriptions of like, oh, we're gonna need these 12 different types of jewels and this, the sapphire allows us to access this section and the emerald allows us to access the motor control and the necromancy allows us to feel, like, feel their sort of life force and the, you know, and the, the opal does this and it kind of goes into like a detail by, de as if it's like someone's research notes of them wanting to create yeah. this thing, but it seems unfinished. Is um, it like signed by anyone this note? No, no, there's no, there's no signature on it. Um, but it looks like, you know, they had maybe three inches of space left to fill a page and they start writing it and then they, they keep writing and it starts to write up the side a little bit. And you know, the <laughs> yeah, next yeah, yeah. page has other material on it. So someone must've added something at some point. So there's no um, like concrete facts there that I don't already know. Oh, really. You already know a lot about this thing. So, what? What? Tell me what you know, and I'll fill in any details that I can for you. Well, I know that you put it on someone, you mm -hmm. attune a key to it. Doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily have to be a key. And uh -huh. then once you attune it, you can use spoken or verbal or mental command to basically control these people's actions. But I don't know what happens in the intervening time. But like, if you tell them to say something and then you leave them for 10 minutes are they in control of themselves or That's, are they that is definitely one of the notes scrawled in the margins is um problem people have free will when not actively controlled might realize they're being controlled might take you know uh contrary measures and then like yeah. a how to solve question mark followed by like a gius question mark yeah that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe some spell to make the crown invisible, combined mm. with a gate with a Gaia spell on the person, not to take it off. And then you should be able to avoid them. Like it could fall off their head, though. I suppose, mm. which would be a problem. But maybe you could make some sort of spell that you know made it stick to their head and was invisible. Mm. Um. I've got no idea. Does this talk about philosopher's stones in this book? Does it? No, no. This is boots to hats and everything in between. Uh, oh, right. But there's it's also 
the Encyclopedia Magica Potions, Oils, and Inks, Encyclopedia Magica Rods, Stabs, and Wands, Encyclopedia Magica Weapons and Armor, Encyclopedia Magica Tools, Bags, and Household Items, Encyclopedia Magica Weird Stuff, uh, Lori's List of Magical Weapons, Armors of the Ages, A Guide to Identifying Magical Armors, Weapons of the Ages, A Guide to Identifying Magical Weapons, Corman's Comprehensive Compendium on Wands, and here's like, fuck, there's so many of these things. Is it but safe you know to drink? Identifying potions? That's not what I'm looking for. While Jesus I'm Christ. in the Boots to Hearts book, actually, I look up my cloak. Is it in here? Cloak, cloak of Arachnidia. Yep. Yep, it's in there. Is there anything about it that I don't already know? No, you already know everything about this thing. Yeah. But it's got <laughs> details, and it, it does mention that there's at least five of them in existence. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did it say anything about who made them all? Uh, yes, it was a. Uh, is there a term for like an arachnophile? A, a wizard particularly obsessed with spiders. Uh, there's a, a section on this entry that talks about the the founder. They don't mention him by name or her by name, but it mentions that in the desire to become more spider-like so as to act out their desires upon their spiders, the Cloak of Arachnidia was created to help them move through giant spider webs. Sounds like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. But, I mean, wizards generally are. Yeah. I think, like, calling yourself the spider and using it every now and again to intimidate people is about as far as you need to take that, really. You're not going to try and mate with a giant spider? No, I don't think so. I don't really see the benefit in that. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe next week or something, but not today. Next trip, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so what about um, the names of the other books? Let's look for the one one that just said weird stuff. I'm going to look for the Philosopher's Stone in there. Yeah. I already know the the top level stuff, you know, it's a chip of the staff that holds up the world, it can empower magic items, and it uses some of the stone's power itself when the item is imbued. Sure enough, uh, the weird stuff has an entry for Philosopher's Stone, it sort of goes over that same stuff that you went over, and then it has like a series of unanswered questions about the stone, like, um, you know, how does size correlate to power? Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a blank space for someone to fill in that note once they figure it out and then uh, where do they come from like physically come from where is the staff is it a metaphysical staff or is it a real staff you know uh, mm. why don't they destroy everything when they fall to the ground followed by the question when they fall off the staff of the world do they really fall or is the staff a secondary plane overlapped with this one and they just like shift through planes and appear somewhere you know, there, there's a whole list of unknown questions about questions. them. Yeah. Is there anything about recovering a stone from an item? Uh, let's see. Has anyone done that? So you told me that someone had, like, imbued a ring of wishes, of mm-hmm. limited wishes, and it became a ring of wishes, and then once the last wish was used up, like a mm-hmm. small stone fell from the ring. That doesn't really help me in the crown because I'm not sure it can like run out of charges in that same way. Right. Uh, so there is an entry by an unnamed wizard who says, I have an item bound with a philosopher's stone 
Uh, it's attached to a wand. I have no use for this wand. I will remove the stone from it by prying it out. And then there's no further entry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's... unsure whether this guy tried and died, because he probably wouldn't have tried it up here on the wizard airship. Maybe he tried and then just never filled out his notes. But somebody, once upon a time, tried, tried to, to pry it, it out manually. Uh, that's a pretty base uh, solution. I'm not sure that one is a tenable option. Not sure mm -hmm. it's something I'd try. Uh, okay, so if the gnome still isn't awake, I will now look for. Um, uh, yeah, the, the gnome is awake. You've been up in this room for like a day and a half, or I guess for twelve hours or so, uh, yeah. and maybe you go to stretch your legs, and you do find the gnome down in the laboratory working on something. Is Harold still here? Uh, Harold is not here. Okay, so I, uh, so I come see, down the stairs. Yeah, the gnome is here, and so is the elf woman. They're on separate sides of the laboratory. Do they look at me when I come down? They both kind of glance up when they hear footsteps, and then go back to their work immediately. Greetings, friends. I'm new here. Uh, care you to chat? They look up. The gnome around. looks up and goes, Absolutely! Welcome, new friend. I am Thunderflunk of the Gunderflunks. Nice to meet you, Thunderflunk Gunderflunk. I am Malachi. I shake his hand. He shakes your hand repeatedly with both of his in a very vigorous, vertical manner. Listen, um, Gunderflunk of the Thunderflunks. No, no, Thunderflunk of the Gunderflunks. Thunderflunk of the Gunderflunks, sorry. I, um, I was speaking to the little, um... The halfling here growing his plants, and he's give, he's given me a little bit, and I take out the jar of starleaf and say, um, "I got some things I want to speak to you about. Should we go and take a seat upstairs?" I'm in the middle of some work. I can chat as I do it if you'd like, but I'm not going to go away and, you know, Fair enough. leave this alone. Right. I put the starleaf back in my pocket. Not that sort of gnome. Mm. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. It's fine. Uh, sure, sure. What do you, uh, Harold told me that you, you're interested in politics? Oh, certainly. And at this, you can hear a heavy sigh coming from the elf at the other side of the room. What's that problem? He gives a shrug. Did you know Thrasher the Wise has taken over Gnome? It's amazing. Really? I almost want to go home. The, the, the inventions he's come up with are amazing. Is he a dictator, though? No, of course not. No, no. He Freely elected. He fantastic has, news. He has stretchable rope. Can you imagine? Rope that starts <laughs> this long, and then when you pull, it gets longer. Imagine the uses for belts. That's unbelievable. I know, right? Imagine. Most, uh, you could, never... you could even just make pants that stretch to fit you. So you could just put them on and they'd never come down. Pants that never come down. You could do away with belts. Shoes that stay attached to your feet. A hat that hugs your head. It's amazing. Imagine, you could make pants out of this material that would conform to, it'd be like a second layer of skin all the way up and down you. Yeah, could you put it in armor? Well, armor it's that could fit anyone. You couldn't make metal that stretches. Well, I don't know. 
Thresher might be able to work it out. Imagine if you had like uh, I, you know, you if you're traveling with a fighter and you kill a knight, and then the plate mail doesn't fit, and you've got to spend thousands of gold getting it remade. Why would you do that? Well, do you wear plate armor? Oh, of course not. Well, then why do we need that? That's for because lesser mortals. No, so when the Albert comes, he doesn't die immediately. And he takes a few hits, you know, while I kill the Albert. He rolls his eyes. Ace, what do you know about Eridon? Oh, bad things. Yeah, there's, uh, what do you know about these demons, though? Like, that's came out of nowhere, really. Well, they came out of somewhere, certainly. It must have come through a portal to another dimension. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh... That's the only way so many could arrive, unless there's some sort of madman who is continually summoning them, but then they stopped arriving. So that would mean the madman either died or achieved his goals or ran out of reagents or got distracted with something else. Well, let's say um, they did come through a portal. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how would you find a portal like that? Like, if somebody wanted to, I mean, where have they come from? Where do they go to? Well, they're here now, but where, where have they come from? What do you think? Hmm? What do you Sorry. think? I don't know, a, a different realm? The, um... Well, that's obvious. Can you be a little the, more specific? Well, the demon realm? Is, the, is that a the second prime material plane. He rolls his eyes, demons. What a loaded word. I've seen them. How else would you describe them? I have, yes. My, my good friend of mine. Uh, the only wizard I've ever really felt as an equal with. Um, killed by one, shaped like a bull. Turned to stone by its breath weapon. His brows furrow, and he takes a few steps away from you and goes, oh, well, hmm, I don't know. What do you mean? You seem keen to talk a minute ago. What's wrong? You you call that man your friend? Well, I only know shortly. You knew him, Georg? Well, I'd never met the man, but... You know. Well, you He's your friend. You must have known who he was. He helped me. He helped me defeat the dragon. Sure, he helped you achieve his own goals. Well, maybe. But the race? The the man who brought back the d terrible and dark artifact. Oh, the uh, brought it back from where though? Where did Why he get it? Why don't you go take a look in the library? Go find a book on artifacts. I I have things I need to attend to. Yeah. And he like quickly dismisses you and goes back to what he was working on before, um, very awkwardly and coldly. I, um... Neil, I haven't got my character sheet, but I did write it down. What's the name of the elf under the water that I spoke to? You remind oh, me. Oh, I don't remember her name. I think Malachi remembers her name, though. Okay. I, do remember it. I want to go and walk behind the elf and say in a sort of quiet, soft voice, uh, hello there, my name's Malachi. I, I wonder if... Well, I, I, I met an elf once, ancient, below the sea. Do, do you know her? That was the most formative experience of my life. You're the only other elf I've ever seen. She turns to look at you and sort of cocks her head from side to side. Doesn't say anything yet. 
just stares at you. It's a little bit shorter, so I guess she's got to look up at you. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. She's like waiting for you to speak. I, I just wanted to, if I could speak to you. I have so many questions about your people and the things that have happened in the past that you may have seen. She you didn't seem one for conversation. She, again, continues to say nothing, looking at you quizzically. I nod and I'll say, uh, I'll leave you to her. I'm sorry to intrude. She gives a, a half nod and goes back to her work. It's a, a, a finicky lot up here. Everyone's a prima donna in their own right. It certainly is. All right, so I think next line of action then. Uh, what I was actually trying to do is trying to find maybe where there's another portal to the shadow plane. Hmm. So I don't know if there's going to be a book on portals to the other, other dimensions or maybe even a book on the demi-plane of shadow. There is a book called Path to Planes and Places Otherworldly. There we go. I guess that's the one. Right. And in it, it describes all manner of gateways and portals. Uh, it gives some, like, vague con description about their construction in the same way that, like, if you wanted to describe a, uh, an atom bomb being created, you talk about, like, pushing two uranium spheres together. But, like, mm -hmm. that's not really enough to make a weapon. So it gives you that sort yeah. of, like, overview um, on how these things are done. And it lists... Um, there was a portal created to the Shadow Realm uh, specifically to hide a magical amulet that was brought... Uh, a, an, an artifact of Malchus that yeah. was causing no ends of trouble in the world. Um, and it says it was buried somewhere in East Arcadia. Uh, hopefully lost for all time. This, so there's, there's only one, or so it seems from this book, right? Well, let's keep flipping through the book. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, it I doesn't did... mention any other portals to the Shadow Realm explicitly, but it will mention portals to other places. Um, it mentions yeah. that in uh, Central Drekus, there is a portal to the Fire Plane, uh, the Plane of Fire. And <laughs> I guess it does mention that the Shadow Mountains are named that not because of the shadows they cast on the valley between, but because of the dragon that lives there. That oh, right. moves so they, between they know planes. about it. Yeah, they they know about it. Um, so there's definitely a theoretical like maybe there's a portal in the mountains that the dragon uses to cross between planes. Or maybe it's like inherent. So the dragon. What about Heatstroke? Is it saying anything about there being a portal to the second prime material plane in the temple in Heatstroke? Heatstroke is not mentioned in this book at all. Uh, you'll notice it, actually, it, it doesn't mention any place in particular. It'll say, like, East Arcadia, Central Drekus, yeah. Northern Akuba. It, it refrains from calling out anything too specific. That makes sense. So I'm thinking to myself now, right, when we went through the portal in the Shadow Plane, if you look at the map, Neil, mm -hmm. near the Red Desert, which is where the boat was before, I believe that the portal in the Shadow Plane was somewhere over here, if you're looking at this. Mm -hmm. It was in these mountains. That's where it was when we came out. 
Yeah. I wonder if, but well, we can move the port just, just because the exit was there on the shadow plane. Can I decide anything from this? Like, would that mean that maybe there's another entrance in the prime material plane there, or could they have just left the exit there in the shadow plane and let move the entrance on the prime well, material? Well, you know, plane when you there? exited here in the shadow plane, you had entered from Shirebrook, right? So yeah. the the portals don't have to link up in space physically. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's so if there's a, probably not there. you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't need a crypt or something here to have an exit here. Um, but it will also mention that portals are usually like singular doorways, so like this door opens that door on the thing. So it's not like four portals in the prime material plane could reach the same one portal in the the shadow plane. Yeah, they're like yeah, yeah specific pathways. Right, right. Because otherwise, if you walk the other direction, you'd be split into four different parts. Or you'd be four different people. There's a whole theoretical argument on it. So what about making a portal, and Is there enough information that I could begin to research how to do it? Yes, there is enough information to get the, like, overview of what you need to do. Um, so you first need a physical gateway that you can enchant to hold this. Uh, and it talks about how the, the stone or whatever structure you use needs to be extremely solid and well-rooted in this plane. So you either need some sort of like, um, something with a, a, like a, a high connection to this plane, like a really magical wood or something that is very connected in another way. So maybe like stones from very deep down into the earth. You need something that keeps you rooted here so it doesn't get like swept away um gateway made of how would you call it materials ma uh, strongly magically linked to this plane yeah yep uh you're also going to need a medium that the gateway is formed of many people will use are not formed of but like the not the gateway but the the gate itself needs to be some sort of medium uh, a lot of people will use water that you can like pass through as like a physical substance that moves through. Um, other people will use like paper or sheets of lead, um, but you need something that the portal can be like a, a flat two-dimensional surface. So in the one that in under the mines, it was it seemed like it was made of shadows. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so maybe I could try and replicate. Like, is it maybe that the medium that you use? Can help you reach certain planes depending on the medium yes yes like a, a water medium would not let you get to the plane of fire of course yeah um, yeah they, they do need to be two-dimensional even if they're bent right like even if your 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 gateway is uh wobbled it still needs to be a flat sheet of something yeah like that one in heat stroke in the shadow plane was made out of some sort of weird shiny liquid yeah 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 uh, and then you'll need some sort of spell that links you to another plane. So some sort of like astral spell or gateway or some magic spell that can then be enchanted into this stuff. And so... then there's like a whole list of minor things that you'll, that are probably not too difficult to come by, you know, things to bind it all together. So like shadow monsters must open some way of a, in some way link you to the plane of shadow, right? Could that be used as a way to enchant the gate? That's certainly a good idea. So we'd need, you know, could we even use, there's a spell that allows you to make, make objects out of shadow as well. I wonder if you could use that to make the 
medium. Mm. Use shadow monsters to open the portal. And if we could just find some magic stone or magic wood, we might be able to actually do it. What spell makes something out of shadows? Like a it's physical object? Like, yeah, let me look at the spell list. All wizard spells. Uh, major creation? Yeah, that might be it. Major well, creation enables the wizard to pull wisps of material from the demiplane of shadow to create an item of non-living vegetable nature. So minor, minor creation is level four, though. Okay, right. So that's minor creation. You For a gateway to another plane, you'll probably need major creation, you're thinking. You know? Uh, that's going to be... Oh, it's level five, so that's okay, then. Yeah. Okay, and then maybe instead of shadow monster, I could use demi shadow monster. That's probably... That's a level five version as well. Mm-hmm. 40%. Is there a higher shadow monster? I think there is. is. There's, the also, there's also Create Shadow, which is a level 5 spell. That might be a little bit too aggressive to actually be up here. Create Shadow? Yeah, like Summon Shadow, sorry. Oh, Summon Shadows. Okay. Yeah. Let me take a look at it. Uh, shadow Door might also be appropriate. No. Isn't that like a trick, that spell? It's quite a funny spell. Yeah, it's an illusion. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like, for anyone that hasn't read that, what you do is, like, you create a magic door that you open and you step through as, a, as if to, like, teleport somewhere else. But actually what it does is it just turns you invisible. So you just leave, like, out of the normal door. Everyone thinks that you've walked through this, like, magical door that you've just created. <laughs> the illusion... Yeah. See, by the means of the spell, the wizard creates an illusion of a door. The illusion also permits the wizard to appear to step through the door and disappear. In reality, he has darted aside and can flee, <laughs> totally invisible for the spell's duration. Creatures viewing this door are deluded into seeing and entering an empty 10 by 10 room as uh, if they open the quote-unquote door. <laughs> it's like a troll spell, isn't it? <laughs> There's a magic portal, I'm going to go through it! And you just like run away and they're like, oh my god, this door, and they're just like holding the wall. It's locked, how do we get through? <laughs> uh, second edition, I love you. Okay, so if we use major creation for the medium, and then... What are you saying? Demi Shadow Monsters or what's the other one you said? I think Demi Shadow Monsters is probably the better one. Demi Shadow Monsters, yeah. Okay, and then we need some uh, sort of ma magic stone or wood. Yeah, anything. I mean, it could be coral. Anything that you could shape into a frame that has a heavy connection to this plane of existence. Something that will root you here. Yeah. So, like stone from the Shadow Mountains probably is too far the other way right that's too linked to the shadow plane right but maybe if you could find like a really really deep mine and pull some uh metal woods stones out of it that might work or maybe like cutting down a sacred elven tree might yeah, work that's what i'm thinking or... like go to silvis and cut down one of their trees they probably won't be happy about it but they really wouldn't be yeah or what else like where else is there something that would be heavily linked to this plane. But I'll tell you what, though, I'm gonna, now that I've worked this out, then, can I start looking for these two spells, like Demi Shadow Monsters and Major Creation? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, let me just read through Major Creation and see if it would be on the ship.
Oh, I just need to open up this book. Page 217. The formatting on that spell is really bad. That's what happens when you hire contractors from the Philippines to manually <laughs> transcribe every spell from the player's handbook into a format. I mean, I guess that's what you get for, you know, abusing below minimum wage labor, really, Neil. Yep. Yep. It's quite a stain on your reputation, I'd say. Although I'm sure... I'm providing employment to people overseas? Yeah. I don't think so. I tipped well, too. I think I did right by them. Okay, that's good. Let's see. Like the minor creation spell, the minor creation... Da, 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 da. The wizard can create mineral objects. The item can create... It cannot exceed this. The duration of the created item varies with its relative hardness and rarity. So you'd want something... So you would... So the magic major creation spell doesn't make anything permanent. So you're yeah, going to no. need to find a way to hold this all together. And if you want to create a permanent portal between planes, you're going to probably need a permanency spell in some way, shape, or form. Um, you could you could probably create a one-way single-use portal For without, without permanency. I wonder, though, if Daisy might cast permanency for me. If I make the portal and then be like, look, can you cast permanency on this for me to hold it all together? Here's a thousand gold. Might work. It's going to take me weeks to make all this stuff so I can... Or even to just find the spells probably, so I can probably ask her again. Mm-hmm. Say, so, you know, I'm working on this theory. Pretty cool. All right. Yep. That's a, that's a plan for that, at least. So yeah, I need to dig out those two spells, and then at some point I'm going to make a copy of a couple of my spells to leave in here. And I'm opening and oaring about the idea of making a teleportation circle. Up here on the ship? Well, you know, no one's seen that. They never said that. They said teleportation was okay. Yeah, but like, what are you going to do? Like, in build a something into the ship? Well, I was thinking, though, you know, what if you had a very thin piece of stone and you made a very small circle on this stone and you carried it around with you? Could you then use that to, like, teleport to one of your other... Uh, I don't think so. I think the spell requires you to, like, link to a ground, very yeah. specific spot in space. So it might not even work putting it on a ship since it's moving anyway because that would essentially be the same thing yeah probably yeah. yeah okay that's fine um i need to ask someone how they find the ship because i only knew it was here because van scribed on it oh is there a crystal ball in here uh yeah if you sort through places up in the control room uh i'm sorry not in the control room. above the control room there is a telescope um, and the telescope functions as a scrying telescope. So, like, oh, you point it, and it, like, scries wherever you're pointing it, sort of thing. So I, like, try and... What, I, I, I think of Van Helsing and look through the telescope. Uh, yeah. You can point it in the right direction and try and think of Van Helsing and... Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't find him. You're looking. Maybe you're not using it right. Maybe you're pointing in the wrong direction. But you don't see Van Helsing anywhere. All right, I look around, make sure this gnome's not over my shoulder, and uh, 
whisper uh, or think of Georg and Arkar and look through the telescope. Yeah, doesn't see them anywhere either. What about? But they're uh, they're dead. So how could it ever find them? Ban's not dead. No, but Georg is. Yeah. Well, now that we've got flesh to stone as an option, is he? Uh, you know, he's I probably been eaten by the Gorgon. It doesn't certainly find him. Yeah. Okay. Him. What about uh, Mother Elise and Olem? Can I scry on this Gorgon that's meant to have eaten their souls? Nope. Doesn't seem to be doing anything. So I feel like I'm using this wrong. I try and scry on Jeeves. I know that he's not got any magic protections. Yeah, you definitely find Jeeves. Um, Jeeves, Jeeves is okay. sitting in your house. He's in a nice leather chair. He's got uh, a glass of scotch in one hand with Purvin's frosted cube sitting in it, keeping it nice and cool. Uh, and he's got his feet up on a chair. And as like you move the telescope ever so slightly, you can see that the uh the living room that he's sitting in has like a troop of circus performers who are doing <laughs> some sort of like acrobatic tricks for him while he's sitting what is wrong with that guy yeah all right i um i scry on captain barbo of the barbos this is probably this is some weeks later. Yeah. How long has it been since you saw him? Well, we were in Stromheim for like another three days, and then I came here, but now it's been like, what, three days that I've been up here, so probably about a week after I left them. Okay. And you departed with them in Bontheris? Yeah. Uh, so you see Captain Barbo in a small room um, in an inn or a tavern. It looks like the basement of a tavern because there's some like barrels lock, uh, around. There's also a little bed and a table. And he's talking to this man who's leaning heavily on a cane. There's um, a few other people in there, a total of like, what, eight people in the room. And you can start to hear what they're saying if you focus on it. And they're talking about murdering somebody. Oh, the yeah. person you you haven't heard of this person before but you know he's coming to town he's looking for a gnome and now's our opportunity to kill him and someone says why do we need to kill him and well because of this and they they start arguing over nothing and so they did uh, mention to me that they were looking for the crown because it was lord tavington and they, they reckoned that he was some evil general and i told them that he's probably just trying to win the war mm -hmm. that's the name that comes up so they're going to kill us. So, okay, so then, yeah. all right. Well, I've got that on them, I suppose. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of people I can scry on here, Neil. What about uh, what about Count Song? Is he dead? What about oh, what about Rohana? Is Rohana dead? We never found that out. You find neither Song nor Rohana. Damn. Hmm. I tried Jeeves again, like, is it just failing sometimes, or is it some people just seem to be too... Yeah, you find Jeeves again. Uh, this time you notice he's got a hand in, like, a bowl of copper coins, and he's just, like, reaching and throwing <laughs> them at the circus performers. <laughs> oh, my God. What have we done? Who created a monster? It's completely out of hand. This is some telescope here. Um... 
don't suppose spying on William Marshall's going to work? I mean, you don't barely even know about him. I mean, did you not read that little thing I wrote, Neil? On your Which thing? Well, it's just kind it... of like a, a justification for Malachi trying to scry on Marshall on William, really. Oh, I do believe I read that. I don't remember what it said, but I do Probably recall. Made... Did it make you angry? Probably I don't did. Know. Because my thinking was that William um, Malachi had paid the Queen to find these uh, books, right? So he was aware of this expedition, mm -hmm. and um, it was taking longer than expected to find the, to find out what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And there's a decent chance that he might know who's the guy running the expedition, right? Can't Maybe. be like super hard to work that out, and if all you need is a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Where are my old? Bro, fro notes. All oh, right, because he's probably still on the same plane at this point. Yeah, it is January twenty eighth, fifteen eleven. So where is fro fro January? This is about to be a paradox. I'm going to get sucked into the computer. January twenty eighth in fro fro. Yeah, they're still on, in Caledonia. Probably in a tent. They are... Well... It is a 10 on the weather, so it is the day between blizzards. <laughs> so they're marching through, like, the snow. Uh, well, I don't know if you could even catch them, but that's what they would be doing if you can spot them. I haven't read this thing... Um, have they already done the... Have you already gotten your shit back from them? Is the question. No, we, we never got the shit from them, right? Oh, that's right. It never came yeah, through. Yeah, okay, yeah. but has that stuff... That stuff has already transpired. The Strags right? killed all of the researchers and all that. The Thara Temple. Tomb, tomb, tomb. Tomb, tomb, tomb. Back at Swampside. Timeline's all messed up here. Conquest sacked? That'll be the Scrags. Drag that must be the Scrags. That must be after the people have already been deployed to Conquest. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out at what point people would have been sent there to even know if that's being set up right now. Um, so I, I don't know where in the timeline we are between Malachi hiring, getting them to do stuff and not. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, so if that's not even happened yet, then I guess I might not have. I wouldn't know to look for William or think to look for him. Get map back at Fort Wick? Can you, no, this can't be right. What map are we on? That's 1510. 1511. I don't... Hold on, let me look at my fro fro notes. Have you already done this? Oh, this is the problem with running multiple campaigns in the same world, everybody. It can yeah, get sorry. really we can messy. Just, we can just skip past this. No, it's too late. I'm already this deep. We can't okay. stop. Wait till I teleport there, then what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, I don't think I'll do that. Instantly freeze to death, probably. Scholars and slaves. Do I have a date on when this is? Episode 30, session 39. You're on the wiki, right? Oh, that would be a good place to look for it. Um, let's 39. see. 39. 39. 11th of June, 1511. 11th of June, 1511. So yeah, you haven't 
probably set that up yet because we are in uh, January 1511 right now. All right then. So, but, I mean, I probably requested them. It took some time for them to get find out, but it's probably maybe it's happening now. Like maybe this is the event that I think makes Malachi think all right, to do it. That's probably what it is. Is that you're up here looking for magics and one of the places where there is a this will be perfect yeah so you're looking for the major creation and what was it demi shadow monsters yeah uh spells and there is a fabled caldonian illusionist um who has made entries in this airship uh and talks about the the great spells that intertwine the plane of shadow with the plane the prime material plane and creates these sort of creature thingies. So you can create stronger creatures because they're not quite as real since they're only, you know, it's a combination between conjuring and uh, interplanar travel and making mm -hmm. things out of nothing. Uh, and that's probably where you get the, the idea to go loot his library because it's somewhere in Caldonia. Nice. And you're looking at Caldonia from afar and thinking about it and there's notes on it and it's just like, that's a frozen wasteland that's hellish and do you really want to spend like weeks excavating a castle yeah but then you know maybe i hear about that there's already actually people over there right so i think shit. we can we can leave you to head back and sort the stuff out once you leave the airship but that's the this is probably your impetus to to have them get that stuff whoa that's crazy we've been affected by the timelines like sort of outside even realizing it cool shit Okay, cool so, um, yeah, I need to make some copies of my own spells to drop for these two as well. So let me have a look at my spell list here. Uh, what level five spells could I leave behind? Dream. Um, Sandic. Or yeah. Hidden, Hidden Lodge. I'll do Dream and Hidden Lodge. I'll make copies of them. Sure. You will find that there is a, a section of empty spell books. Uh, that are kind of tucked away in like a small little cubby near the front door to the library with a placard over it that says for new wizards please take one label it as you will anything you wish to share you should enter it in here cool so, so you will have like my your, own, yeah. yeah yeah everyone has their own entry for what they want to leave behind and that's so why it's look, kind of a mess of finding things look through some of these books and they're all named after famous, famous wizards are they or unknown wizards but yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't see anyone I recognize. Uh, you will note it if you dig through this. You'll find one by Aldric. Oh yeah, okay. Here. I already have all his spells, so. Yeah. All the spells that he kept with him in his library in his tower. Yeah, he left his best spells up here where no one could use them. <laughs> where even he couldn't <laughs> use them. That is something he took. All right, so I'll make those two copies, and I also need to look into Mahamda and the staff of the Magi. Right. So I, I found out in Wickthron Lorenzo that she's buried in the Red Desert. We didn't say where. Uh, and I think it did imply that she was buried with the staff. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can find something else about, like, her life. And, you know, cause she might have had a house out in the desert or something like that, you know. It might be obvious where she's buried if you've got the right information. Sure. Let's take a look through this. Like um... Right by the, the Krusty Lake, I imagine. That's probably where she's buried. That's a weird name for a lake, Neil. Well, it's very salty, and the edges are encrusted with salt and stuff. I mean, so it's I a, a crusty lake. 
Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. You can find something. What do we got? Let's see. They're the greatest wizards in Arcadia. There's an entry on her, or on her in that book. I think by now you've probably spent like three or four days up in this airship moving about looking through things. You'll notice that the halflings are still around. They just must have been asleep when you were wanting to find them. The gnome hasn't spoken to you since you mentioned your best friend was Georg. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's kept his distance, although you do catch the elf woman looking at you out of the corner of her eye from time to time. Um, she seems somewhat curious of who you are. Cool, I'll play off. I'll play it cool. Hard to get. Nice. Uh, anyway, in the book entitled Greatest Wizards in Arcadia, you will find a section on Mohamda Harazim. It specifically calls out her wizard tracking abilities. She created a system where you take the hair or blood or a sample of a person who is capable of casting spells, and through some process, which is apparently a very closely guarded secret, of a family in Akuba, the, the Harazim family, that um, they can track wizards anywhere, it, uh, ever, if they have a sample of you. Uh, how do you spell Harazim? I will look it up. So do I, have I heard of them as being like some sort of- You don't know family? shit about these people. Well, I do have uh, heraldry, but maybe that only covers Aradon. Yeah, it probably only covers Aradon. Harazim, Harazim, where is it hiding? God, I must have it written down somewhere. Do, do, do. Um, H A R A Harazim, apostrophe Z I E M. H A R apostrophe Z I A M. Yeah. Harazim, Har Harazim. Uh, yeah, two A's, H-A-R-A, apostrophe Z-I-E-M. I like it, okay, cool. Um, okay, so does it say anything about where she lived or where she died, where she was buried? Uh, it says that she created this noble family out of nothing. Um, they, she was so powerful with her wizard tracking that the other nobles in Akuba were like, well, let's just make you a noble house and put you in charge of this and bring you into the fold rather than having you be a rogue power in the state. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, they have been the house in charge of magic. You also notice that this entry is dated to a few hundred years ago. So. Okay. So I think I read that she was buried with her stuff, but actually maybe not. Like, did she gift it to these? Like, is it maybe whoever is the head of the Harazim family that has it? This book notes that she was buried in the Akuban capital, and that's where her tomb is. So she's buried in Sandashar. Okay. All right, so that sounds like I can find that if I asked, if I really want to go looking for it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything about the stuff of the Magi in here. I cross-reference it against the um, the Encyclopedia Magica book that would have staffs in it. Uh, yes, it does mention that she had a staff of the Magi. Um, it doesn't make any regard about it when, like, in her burial notes. Um, what about but, the yeah? What about the other book? Sorry, the the book of the greatest wizards in Arcadia mentions that she had a staff, but it wasn't with her when she was buried. So the oh, what's the wasn't. other book you're cross? Yeah, what's the other book that you want to cross reference? I don't know, Encyclopedia Magica for staffs. Right. 
Uh, it talks about Staff of the Magi as a, a singular item. So what about... It mentions okay, some of so its powers, of... but it doesn't mention where it is or how it was created. So it doesn't say, like, in the possession of the leader of the Harazim family? Uh, it will probably note that, like, some of its former owners... Let me see when the last date is on it. Yeah. Uh, last date on where the Staff of the Magi was is actually 800 years ago, which predates the Harazim family. So... Okay, so... Since then, yeah, it's been that information's out of date. Okay. Man, I'm looking through this stock book. Is there any other cool magic stuffs? Oh, but dude, there are so many cool magic stuffs. Yeah. I need a new one, you see. What's well, a wizard with our magic stuff? Is there any in Aridon, maybe? Magic Staff. The first entry you come across is the Staff of Air and Water. The staff provides the ability to breathe water, and its, uh, and its effects on the elemental plane of water automatically extend to a 10-foot radius. So it's a staff for, you know, traveling to other planes, specifically the plane of water. I mean, it sounds cool, but... Not what you're looking for? Okay. No. Next page. <laughs> you start flipping through shit. There's the, um... Let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Eric's Staff of Power? Um, apparently, this is a greater version of a regular Staff of Power, and it can cast all sorts of spells. There's a list of like 10 or 15 of them, and it gives bonuses to armor classes and saving throws. Wow. And then there's a note at the very bottom like, this weapon, this staff, if ever existed, has expended all of its charges, its creator <clears throat> is dead, and the staff is now a trinket. It sounds like something somebody would make up, like, oh, you've got a Staff of Power, well, I've got... Eric's staff of power, and it's like does twice as much AC and casts much more powerful spells. Mm hmm. Yeah. Someone's editing the wiki and like filling it with false information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you start flipping through it. There are dozens and dozens of magical stabs. Uh, so, yeah, specifically, like if there's anything that says, you know, oh, this is somewhere in Eridon that maybe now is completely unguarded, you know, because it's been overrun by demons that I could go and hoover up. Let's see, is there anything with a recent entry? Uh, yes, there are some things that have been edited or uh, added to in the last hundred years. Hit me. And are any of them in Eridon? I mean, all Drakus, I guess. Or Drakus. Arcadia. Uh, ugh. The, the best thing that you can get as a mention of do 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 a what's it called i want to get its name right before i there is a staff of thunder and lightning that supposedly exists somewhere in mystria um it belonged to a spellcaster i'm going to need you to write this down cuz i'll probably never find these notes again i'm doing it okay uh, it belonged to a woman named uh, Bledra. Bledra. B-L-E-D-R-A. Bledra the Evocationist. <clears throat> the Invoker, I guess is what it would be called. Invoker. Yeah. Okay. Bledra uh, the Invoker. Uh, the, she was a, a former... What do you call it? Um, uh, Archmage. That's the word, Archmage, to the King of Mystria some hundred years ago or so. 
and you can get you know you met you come across the staff staff of thunder and lightning belong to bledger the invoker and you flip through the other book about greatest wizards and it says you know bledger the invoker uh, arc wizard to king such and such of mystria between this year and this year mm -hmm. uh died of unknown causes burial remains unknown what is it what is the stuff of thunder lightning thing Close that cast lightning bolt. Uh, it's a little cooler than that. Oh my god. Let me read it to you. Staff of Thunder and Lightning. And here's the entry. Casual examination of this stout quarterstaff shows it to be exceptional. And if it is magically examined, it radiates an aura of alteration magic. Constructed of wood, ash, oak, bronzewood, or similar woods. Uh, and bound with an iron set of silver rivets, it has the properties of a magical weapon of moderate power uh, without any expenditure of its magical charges. In uh, its other magical properties are as follows. Thunder. This weapon strikes more powerfully and you, unless the attacked opponent saves successfully versus stabs, he or she is stunned from the noise of the staff's impact. Unable to take any further action in that round and automatically having last initiative in the following round. This power expends the ex requires the expenditure of one charge. Mm. Power of lightning. A short spark of electricity leaps forth when the opponent is struck, causing normal staff damage and an additional 2d6 points of damage from shock. Note that this staff might not score a hit, but the electrical discharge discounts any form of metal armor, making the target effectively AC 10 for this purpose. So only such damage might apply. The power of this requires one expenditure as well. Thunderclap, lightning strike, thunder and lightning. It lists a whole bunch of abilities. So it's um, just like, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I like the sound yeah, of that. It's a good combat staff. I like it. Um, Mistraya, that's not Matava, right? Mistraya is the one with the red dragon. Yep. It's probably safer than Matava, to be honest. Okay, so. You know, I've got a way to do the staff. I've found these. Have I found the spells? Like, I've got them. I can take them back and start learning them. Which spells? Demi, Shadow Monsters, and Major Creation. No, you're going to have to send someone to go steal them from beneath the castle in Caledonia. Oh, right. right? They are. So they're not. They're, that's where they are. Yeah, because those spells, you don't find them in the library up here. Um, but you, there is a, a powerful illusionist that is mentioned who was in charge of Caldonia, one of the, the former queens of Caldonia. Um, yeah. And so her, all of her spellbooks are resting in the castle in Caldonia um, in Conquest. Shit, really? All the spellbooks are in there? Yep. My Yarimir missed out on that, didn't he? Um, okay, but that, I mean, meta-wise, I know that that's not a solution to making the portal. Uh, yeah, but at this point in time, you don't. So I think at this point in time, you can send someone off to get okay. those spells while you focus on all of the other things. And it'll take right. you probably months to get all the other components together, and by then the spells should have arrived for you, right? Okay, so we can so start gathering all the other stuff. Yeah. I think that's the route we'll take to make all this work, is you spend time getting everything other than those spells, and then at some point when Caldonia disappears and you still haven't gotten your spells back, you're like, well, shit, now I need to find them a different way. Find a different plan, okay. So I could yeah. start looking for the, the wood or the stone to build the actual gate from. Right. Okay, yeah, that's okay. true. And then what, there's a bunch of other little stuff that needs to be done as well. It takes some time. Yeah, 
I think this is probably a good point to end our session for the day here. Yeah. And uh, in between this and the next session, we'll draft up some details and we'll have a couple of adventures to go get all these things. You'll probably have like a one or two session adventure to get the components for the gateway and a one or two session adventure to get the components for this other thing and then a one session for this thing. And we'll, we'll make yeah. it a, uh, a series of quests to gather all the, the materials. Yeah, an epic quest, sweet. Epic quests. Uh, all right. All right. I well, make the final note of studying this place very carefully so I can get back here. Sure. Yeah. You have you okay. have the regular teleportation spell, right? Yeah. Okay. If not, it's up here, then you can learn it. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. The last thing I want to say is that by the time you are getting ready to leave, there is a group of five red-robed wizards that arrive all together. Uh, most of them are human. There is one half-elf amongst them. It's three women, one me uh, two men. Uh, they kind of keep to themselves and move about in a pack together. It's a bit suspicious, isn't it? It's very suspicious. Can I, um, like one day polymorph self and go and like spy on them a little bit? No, your polymorph spell doesn't work here. Doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. This place is designed to keep people from fucking about, right? Yeah. It's designed to be very, to make people be transparent. You know, actions. so I'll go and introduce myself to them. I'll, at some point, I after after being around them and not bothering them for a day or so, if they don't leave, I'll eventually, if one of them like is having a break, like I don't know, a cup of tea or something outside mm -hmm. of the research, I'll make an excuse to go over there and start up a conversation. Right. You will uh, start a conversation with a woman named Regina. Okay. So I, so I sit down next to her. Is she like having a cup of tea or something? She's having a cup of tea, yeah. She's having a cup of tea. I've got a cup of tea. And I, I offer her my giant uh, wizard blunt. <laughs> giant wizard blunt? Uh, yeah. She'll take a look at it and shake her head and say, do you know that dulls the senses and the mind? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I take a cup. <laughs> so, um, what are you guys, what are you, what are you guys doing up here then? Dude. Dude. <laughs> we have traveled a long way from the shores of Solemn and wow. look of information. That's unbelievable. Solemn. I hardly believe that even it really existed at the other side of the world. What, what information do you seek? I'm not willing to share that with you. I heard it's, I mean, it's things are fucked up over here. I, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's I heard it's really fucked up over there. Like Barassi's conquered the whole thing and Yes. But... It has been trying times. Countless thousands are dead, countries torn apart, cities in ruins, dark armies marching, evil clerics, dragons. Nightmare. Nightmare. So you're Certainly. up here trying to save the world? No. It's none of our business. What happens with the, the common people is beneath us. We work on a higher plane. Interesting. Now, if you don't wow. mind, we have work to do. And she turns her back coldly and uh, goes back to tinkering with some sort of, like, rod. It's like a series of tubes that all connect with inside of each other. And who knows? Ah, Probably the sorry. internet that she's making. I cheers her my tea behind her back and... 
yeah. take a drink. I guess I, I kick back for the rest of this day and then I'll uh, teleport back to um, Wick from Rota. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, Van already left, right? I guess I'll teleport back to Jeeves. All right. You can arrive at Jeeves. He is uh, gently sleeping in that same chair as before, one hand on a glass of scotch, uh, one hand in a... Uh, a bowl with some copper coins on it. There's a, a few coppers scattered about on the floor, and there's a, a contortionist who is in a really awkward position, like leaned over a chair, but her head is like under the chair, and so are her legs from other sides, but she also seems to be asleep. I uh, I make a sweet smile and get a blanket from a chair and put it over Jeeves. Okay. Pats him on the head a little bit and then head into my... Uh... <laughs> you just like leave the contortionist right there, but you tuck Jeeves in. <laughs> well, I assume that she did that herself. Right. Yeah, I, I pat Jeeves on the head and head downstairs into my laboratory and start writing a letter to the queen. All right. Uh, you will notice scorch marks all over the door to your laboratory. Oh, what the fuck? I told Van this would happen. Uh, I go and wake up Jeeves. Jeeves! He. Does he rouse? Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you shake him. Huh? Huh? What's up? What's up? Yeah, what happened to my, um, my, oh, I don't want to say lurk. Oh, my, Master uh, Malachi, Sala. welcome home. No, oh, oh, it's... I'm sorry about the mess. I didn't realize you'd be home so soon, my lord. Well, it's, yeah, don't worry about it, Jeeves, but I could be home at any moment, you know. Of course, my lord. W- would you like tea? I can go set a kettle on and he gets up and... I just, had, I just cup? had one. I just had one. I'm oh, fine. Right. Thank you. Um, hey, yes. get, scram, scram, he says, and like picks up a copper coin and chucks it at the contortionist. <laughs> um, she, she missing. Away. No, he just misses and it just like falls and she's still unconscious. You have very strange tastes, Jeeves, for a man your age. Uh, I was just taking a little bit of the traveling circus, my lord. Yeah, well, took a little bit too much. Where are the rest of them? Why? I hope they didn't take anything. I I shouldn't have fallen asleep while they were here, my lord. That's very unwise of me. There's no dead body by the by the uh, door, is there? There is not. Okay. Did somebody try and break into my uh, study? No, my lord. Of course not. Why would the you fire, say so? The fire traps seem to have triggered. What traps? Van Helsing, Van Helsing trapped the door, make sure that no one who wasn't us tried to get in there. Oh. I see. Surely you'd know if somebody had... Why? I didn't hear anything. You know I can read your mind if I want to, Jeeves. I... I am so sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear anything, my lord. I, I swear. Genuinely? Genuinely. There okay. are no tricksies this time. No bamboozle. I uh, I head down into the cellar and make sure no one's like robbed me blind. Oh, the door is still locked. Yeah. Okay. So the crown's still there. Yeah, everything is still in place, but okay. uh, there are burn marks around. Is there any blood or anything? No. Nope. I, mean, I guess that wouldn't be. Nope. I checked some of the other rooms that Van had trapped. Uh, everything else is fine. It's just this door with marks on it. I think about like a CCTV spell. Like, how would that work? Like, as you set up a sensor and it, you can like play it back. That would mm, be cool. That'd be cool. Unlikely All to right. happen. Yeah. 
Uh, Maybe I go into the cellar and guess close the door. And yeah, I'm going to start writing a letter to the queen about Caldonia. Perfect. You'll need to give her some large amount of cash and purchase some workers for her. But I think you guys have resources for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll wrap up the session right here. And uh, then we will come back sometime in the future with some more hardcore heroes. We'll be doing like switching off between hardcore heroes and homeward bound sort of whenever there's room in all of our schedules for it so maybe like one or two sessions a month sort of thing yep sounds right yeah yeah right okay cool thanks neil thanks everybody for watching it's I'll been fun make, i'll make a reddit thread for all time's sake oh mm -hmm. all right uh Wait, what number is this then if this is hardcore heroes is this oh i don't know all right, let me look it up. Hold on. I can find it. I need two Reddit posts, actually. Let's see. The last Hardcore Heroes on YouTube is... Oh, wow. It's been a while, hasn't it been? Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. It... Did I not? 44? Laying the Groundwork? Holy shit. I think there are probably some that I didn't upload. Because laying the groundwork... No, oh, that, no that, that's that the last one. That's the last one, yeah. So this is... So we 45. have Bound, episode two. Squishing. Yeah, and Hardcore Heroes, 45. Cool. Okay. Great. Nice one, Neil. Same to you. Well done. Yes. Thank well you done. very much. Always good fun, isn't it? Um, hardcore Heroes. What, have we got a name for this one? Wizard Airship. Wizard Airship. Yep. Finally, someone has gotten here after five years. Yeah, you had me worried. With it. See, you think you're not saying, but you make like little comments like, oh, it won't be a long session. Or that little comment you made on Reddit about me getting smashed into the ship. And then well, you spend, I got to spend a month worrying about it. <laughs> I got to keep everybody on their feet, no, right? No, no, Rule no. number one. Oh, no. Episode number 45 is Bless the Baby. Ah, oh, shit. I've just changed the title. No, you can't. You have to delete it and do it over again. Can I do that? Is it worth doing that? It's worth doing it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And uh, delete. Does it not show up as a deleted post on the subreddit? Um, I don't know how any of this stuff works. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, 46, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll sort out all the, the details and try and get some VODs up on Twitch. Um, right. Yeah, cool. Right. See you later. That's Have a good it. week. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Have fun with Game of Thrones, everybody. It's very exciting. All right, that's all I'll say. Make sure to PM Nick all of your thoughts on it right away. I genuinely will be so, so pissed off if somebody does that, so do not do that. Thank you. I don't want to have to block everyone for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I really will be so annoyed. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Take care. Yeah.